Yeah. Rufus, while I smoke this joint. 
uh, Austin, Texas, a little house, a little compound, or maybe it, it's more like a, uh, a, a mecca called it Littlehampton. It is a mecca now. Mecca now, mecca behind a hoe. If you want to go visit it, it was 2606 Real Hampton Drive, was it not, Rufus? 78704. Everybody listening should make a pilgrimage there. So what you want to do is you want to go down Old Torf. Yes, Old Torf. Take a right onto William Cannon. Sure. This is, yes. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Old Torf no doesn't way. William Cannon, does it? You want to go down South First Street. That's the one. That's the one. Then you want to take a ride onto William Cannon. Then you want to take a left onto uh, Rufus. I don't know. But go towards the Texaco and turn left at what used to be the church's chicken, I do believe. It was uh, Manchac or Manchaca. Thank you, Manchac Highway. God, let's look at the brain on this fucking guy. <laughs> well, I was, I was in Austin recently, and I went there. Remember, I just bought Some other Civil War named street. And then go to another Civil War named street, and then you'll get to Roehampton Drive, which was a Civil War named street. And you want to, <laughs> and you want to knock on the door, and you want to ask for Rufus and Zigzag, and then you want to tell them why. Tell them we sent you. That's what you want to do. Right. And it's part of the game that they're going to say they don't know who we are. Right. But that's, that's oh. cute to just barge in, just muscle your way in. And that's part of the joke. They're in on it. If they don't want to let you in, kick in the door, come to the backyard, and me and Rufus are just sitting back there smoking joints and drinking beers. That's yeah. what we're doing. We're playing ping pong on the back porch. That's right. We are. But he'll, Rufus's friend, threw a, uh, <laughs> he threw a, a paddle through the window in a fit of rage because he lost $20 and he knew that his girlfriend wanted to fuck me. Well, he's a stable individual. He was extremely stable. Extremely stable, that guy. <clears throat> but wait, every every dude knew that their girlfriend was. Well, I mean, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, there's no doubt about that. You don't walk through the gates of Roehampton and walk out with a girlfriend. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, when you come to Roehampton with a chick, you know that you are laying the chick at the altar of the double Z or the Rufus. So you know that it's going to happen. This is true. And if they're lucky, we will babjism them. With <laughs> hyperspunk. 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 That uh, okay? That right there. That's where I'm opening up my notepad to start making notes because that's that's noteworthy. Hyperspunk yeah, just doesn't sound as good. It's yeah. strong. No, it's not hyperspunk. Boy, that sounds really good. Spunk. What you got there? You take up smoking? Oh, yeah, I'm smoking a joint, Rufus. This is Northern Lights, uh, one of the original strains. <sighs> Delicious, I might add. I grew it myself. Damn good. Damn good strain. Did you invent it, or you just grew it? I did not invent this one, no. No, I did invent Frankenstrain, Bride of Frankenstrain, and the Fawn River Frost. So look at, for those on Leafly soon. Ooh, cool. Yes, please do. So what's going on, Rufus? Tell me what's going on in your neck of the woods. Oh, gosh, so much stuff. You know, holidays and all that crap. Holidays, yes, all that crap. Hey, I want you to take a quick listen. I was checking out a couple of shows on Blog Talk Radio. Sure. I was waiting for the show to start. I wanted, I just want to play a few snippets of these shows, okay? Do you mind? Just random shows, multiple oh, shows? This is just one show. This is just one show. I sent you a picture of the guy. Did, I, did you get it? Yes, I recognize him from CNN. <laughs> Did you? I thought maybe you recognized him from fucking some kind of prison show that was on at one point. I, I think, think it was the 60 Days In. It was the 24-hour uh, gym that's in the back of the Wendy's. 
I, I recognize him. I love his profile picture. It has it like it looks like he lives in the filthiest house in the world, but yet at his like near his right hand there was a, a bottle of what appeared to be 409, which is the cleaner of all cleaners. <laughs> you know he's drinking it. Oh yeah, he probably. You know what? I probably don't know that there's a meth recipe that calls <laughs> for it. Here yeah. we go. People that want to hide behind blog talk and hide behind social media, now's a good time to try to kick my ass because I can't even stand up. You can call his show from Blog Talk Radio, and I feel like we almost need to. So I've written down the number for it. I can't understand what he's saying because he's congested. Hold on, let me get you a better one. Here's I didn't mean to play that one. That was the last one. I was just hold on. Does he have callers that call in? Show break without talking over each other. We can't do that, okay? There's a lot of hate calling going on in this show. I like Medellicon saying that. I want you to hear what he, he you, you didn't hear him, but what he said is, I want you to shit in your hands. Yes. And I want you to clap. Okay. Lick off the S that's all over your fingers, I think is how nicely Medellicon put it. That but is a... It hates America, but he refuses to leave here. Which which one? <laughs> Good point. Good point. So that's the kind of other stuff that's happening on Blog Talk Radio. But if you come over to the Hypersoft Happy Hour, this is what you get. This so wait, is what you get. Was that two hosts of the same show, or was that a host, that, I, that one guy with a call-in? And a call The guy with the not white, whiny, nasally voice is the host. Uh-huh. The, what's crazy is it sounds like... I, see, I can see why you were being confused by that, because I was confused by that, because it seems like the guy who called in had a better connection than the fucking host. Well, the host is using Blog Talk Radio. What's that? Well, of course, because the host is on Blog Talk Radio. Do we sound that awful when we're on Blog Talk Radio? How can the, but the person calling in sounds better? That's confusing uh, to me. Well, you know, BTR has issues from time to time. They, well, they had an issue today, Rufus, because I actually changed from Put It In Drive back to our Saturday night intro. Really? Five hours ago. Because I'm like, yeah, usually it takes a while. It seems to me like it takes a fucking week or two before they that's, update that shit. That's dumb. Do they have to manually flip a switch in a warehouse somewhere? <laughs> you know what I saw? I actually saw this on YouTube. I Googled it on YouTube. And what they do is they go in the back of wherever Block Decker is and they put two wires together. <laughs> they duct tape them? But they don't, yeah, they don't keep them together permanently because next time they're going to have to go back there and if we want to switch it around and put that one little mono wire, speaker wire, going to another part of the transistor. Is there a, an illegal immigrant that just sits there holding them together the whole time? Yeah, they're actually, what you don't know is that there's a whole fucking uh, building in India where there's <laughs> a bunch of guys sitting around waiting with the two little wires, right? And then when they get the cue, like their light turns on, they know to fucking push the two wires together. <laughs> it's not a light. It's a shock collar. Building a silicon chip to do it was to have a whole warehouse in India with like 600 employees just to put two wires together. When that you, probably is cheap. You could probably replicate the entire human brain cheaper with Indian manpower. <laughs> you know you could. All the synapses. All 50 billion synapses. <laughs> I, well, you know what? You'd probably have to go to China for that because they're the only ones with like 50 billion people. 
50 billion is like 1% of their population. Here's what I was thinking of the other day, right? And I, okay, I'm going to say that white people are probably the laziest people there is, okay? Well, we've earned it. Yeah, I mean, when you think so. <laughs> but I was thinking about this because the other day I was, uh, I went to a gas station that I hadn't been in like fucking 10 years, right? Like a friendly yeah. mart with an Indian guy named Bula behind the counter. Sure. And I hadn't seen this guy in 10 fucking years, right? So okay. I'm like, oh, my God, Bula. Dave was the other guy. Bula and Dave, what's up, guys? Huh? You know, we're bullshitting. They're like, oh, I haven't seen you in a long time. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, I'm like, so what's new? You know, how many stores you guys got now, right? Before they had, like, two stores. Oh, no. Guess how many stores they have now? 25. 66. What? They have in 10 years, dude, these guys have fucking opened 66 fucking stores. And they're still standing behind the fucking counter at one of the stores every fucking day, right? These guys, guys, I I live in this little tiny town, right, called Vandalia, Michigan. Population, like, fucking probably 200. Yeah. But Dave and Bula started off with a little fucking marathon station right there, sold beer, you know, whatever. Fucking loaf of bread was, like, $5. But, I mean, you blame them for that. You know, that's that's poor thinking on my part that I have to buy bread at Dave's Marathon Station, so I deserve it, right? They're like, yeah, he deserves it, he gets it. This is an audience for that. Bigger, so that always took the sting off. You know what I mean? Like, well, at least they got sure. cold beer. So six dollars right. fucking loaf of bread sounds like a deal when you're fucking half in the bag. Fucking nice. And you know that you'll get a DWI that uh, like a loaf of bread can cost you like seven thousand dollars. <laughs> yes. In ten years, I feel like I haven't done anything because I don't have sixty-six fucking stores. To my name, you know, but I always yeah. think, like, you know what, though, these guys were always there, and working 18 hours a day fucking pays off, obviously. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, I, I'm and sure. I thought to myself after seeing those guys and then smoking dry, I was like, you know what, you very rarely see fucking homeless Indian people, homeless, yeah. like, Japanese people, right? Yeah. I mean, think when you think of homeless people, who are the people that you're thinking of in the United States of America? Lazy-ass white guys. Right, right. Yeah. You know, and I'm sure some of them are bats and all that, and I respect that. But, uh, you know, you just don't see a lot of fucking homeless ethnics. And you don't, literally, I mean, Mexican people, I don't know if I've ever seen a homeless fucking Mexican person. They like to work. Dude, when I ran that labor hall... In the early 2000s, oh, yeah. I, had a, I had a lot of homeless people that came in to make their daily pay to get their daily booze. Uh-huh. All the homeless people were white. All the <laughs> Hispanics I put to work, they had like a wife and six kids at home, and right. they were just busting. But they had a house, you know, or they had an apartment, or they had something. Twenty other fucking people. You're right. not homeless. You know what I mean? So. I don't know. I think there's a lesson to be learned there, Rufus. I really do. Because yeah, but... I worked at that barbecue restaurant. I hired one Mexican guy, right? Yeah. His name was Javier. Yeah. And he hired some other guy. Well, he didn't hire me. He asked me if he could get some guys a job, right? He's like, you need more work. I got guys that want to work, okay? Yeah. And, of course, I, at this point, I had been through 20 fucking lazy white guys, uh, right? Yes, yes. But or needed off on their fucking birthday, you know what I mean, or needed a whole week off to fucking go smoke crack. And I hired this guy, and I said, okay, you know, bring your guys in. 
I never worked another. I'd turn into the lazy white guy because I never had to work a day after he brought in his own fucking people. No. Could have been replaced. All I was was a guy that spoke English and got along good with the Mexican guys. That's all I was. Dude, back to the labor hall. The Mexican guys were the only guys that I could rely on to always show up and go do the work. Right. And the only guys where I, I, I would actually get calls from the foreman of a job and be like, this guy's awesome. I want to uh, make sure you send him back tomorrow. Right. I, I even had a few foremen that a fucking job call up and be like, yeah, can we, can we make sure this guy gets like two or three dollars more an hour? Cause he's just doing a really good job. Dude. Only the Mexican dudes got that kind of. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because I worked on the Austin music hall, right? When it was <laughs> being built, this guy, a friend of mine, Tim, he used to come over to see us. Klingo? Uh, yeah. Yep. He, okay. He worked for a guy named Mike that had a painting company, right? But he was, like, getting in to be a partner in the music hall. And they needed a bunch of guys to try to finish this place up, like, right before it got done working, right? So Tim calls me. He's like, yeah, you know, Mike's willing to pay you, you know, off the books or whatever for, like, a couple weeks while we get this place finished up. So what on the first day, what do we do? Me and Tim go to the fucking, like, there was a street. I think on South 3rd you could, like, pick up day laborers. Right? Just guys standing on the side of the road where they would, like, meet. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? They didn't go through, like, a thing like you got. It was just, like, people that you, that were standing on the side of the street. And yeah, you, whenever we couldn't get people out, they would go do that. Oh, really? okay. We ran out of jobs. That's what they'd go do. All right. Well, so we pick a couple of those guys up, right? I never even knew that this was a thing, honestly. I didn't know there was such a thing as day labor. And God bless these Mexican guys, dude had their own fucking helmets, their own vests to wear. You know, these guys were ready to fucking get their hands dirty. And they brought these guys in, and they just fucking made quick work of that fucking shit. Dude, what, again, when I ran that labor hall, right outside in the parking lot, because it was in like a strip center, in the parking lot, one day it showed up this little wagon. You know, like a food truck is what they call it now. But it was like a little wagon, and it had a, a big happy-looking chicken on it, and it said El Pollo Loco. And they started selling these tacos and stuff out of this little wagon, and they were really fucking good. We went to Austin for Thanksgiving, and when we pulled in, well, we went through Austin, and when we first came into North Austin, which is pretty posh, the first thing we passed was a big-ass fucking restaurant that had that logo on it. And I probably... I Shane, now, isn't there like 20 of those fucking stores? Yeah, yeah, I looked it up online. They've, got, they've expanded. It's just like the uh, the Indian dudes you were talking about. They're like... Oh, that tiny little fucking place where you were working had so many guys there that wanted to work that it made its own fucking industry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, then they're like, hey, you know what would be great? There's so many guys, Mexican guys, that want to work. Someone should have been a taco truck. They just go to the place where they stand around waiting for work, and you can make a fucking career out of that. Fucking yeah. And what's crazy is they were parked in front of another Mexican food restaurant. Ooh, dude, that, that's like the <laughs> kind of the fucking trip wars are started over. Oh, yeah. I think it was a cartel deal. So the deal was probably the Mexican food restaurant that was in the strip mall was for gringos, and then the real Mexican food was coming off this fucking taco truck. Right, exactly. Probably were owned by the same outfit. You know what I mean? Ooh, that's a clever racket. Mexican guys inside the building because the gringos are here, but serve the Mexican guys good food and give the gringos gringo slop because wow. they don't know any better. Double dipping. That's brilliant. 
That's you know what? That's how that's how my mind works. They don't call me Zig Vinci for nothing. You sure you're not Mexican? Because you're very you, smart. I, and... I find it, you know what? It's sad. We were talking about if you ever got on a fucking desert island, and we talked about this before. What kind of food would you want? Mexican food. And the deal. I swear to God, Rufus, I've eaten Mexican food like four nights this week. I you just, cannot go wrong with it. It's always I, good. At home, even I'm cooking. But maybe I am Mexican. Maybe I am. Maybe I'm not Italian. Maybe I'm Mexican. You might be now. You know, like, I don't like to work hard enough. I, my work ethic would be like tenfold if I was fucking Mexican. Yeah, God, we'd be so rich. <laughs> I know. We would be getting shit done, dude. Think about it. You know what else we would have? We would have, like, cousins and brothers who'd fucking help us out to get shit done. Today, I dude. never depend on any fucking my family members to help me out because they're fucking lazier than I am. I'm the unlazy one in the group. This is what happens with with white friends and white relatives. And I'm, I'm, I'm kidding, but I'm not kidding. Oh, you're if not. You come, you come up with a cool idea, and you go to your white cousin or whatever and be like, this is a great idea. They're going to be like, that's fucking stupid. Exactly. You, go to a, you know, if you're a Mexican and you go to a Mexican cousin with an idea, they would be like, okay, let's do it now. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Your, your cousin would be like, fuck that. What a stupid idea because he's jealous that you even have the idea. So, God forbid he would help you fucking realize the idea, even if he was like the next fucking Steve Jobs or whatever, you know, like the assistant to the guy who makes it big. But a Mexican brother or cousin is like, fuck yeah, man, let's fucking do that. And right. we'll buy a fucking chainsaw and start a goddamn tree service. And before yeah. you start, we're building log cabins and who the fuck knows where. Right. Or a lawn service. I mean, people make fun of, you know, yeah, it's a Mexican mowing my lawn. Oh, yeah, well, he's mowing 30 fucking lawns in your neighborhood, making more money than you. And he's doing a way better job than your fucking drunk, uh, messed up cousin Ronnie. Yeah. Like every fucking five weeks and asks for a fucking advance on the lawn mowing deal, and he still owes you from fucking two weeks back. Call in and tell me and Rufus that you've had that happen to you. 646-668-8826. That's the double Z in the Rufus here on the Hypersloth Happy Hour. It's universal. That's happened to everyone. I mean, seriously, I can, that happens to me like weekly. I try to count on a relative to help me do something, and all I can do is count on that I can't count on them. That's sad, man. It's true. Tell me that's not true. <laughs> it is true. I don't live near any family. so Dude, dude, think how many Mexican guys drive trucks. A truck is like a fucking vehicle for doing work, right? I mean, you got a truck – Hey, you're helping somebody move a fucking refrigerator or a stove or you yep. have full of fucking rocks or you fucking put a tarp over it and put 50 kilos of cocaine under it. I don't care what you're doing with it, but you want to fucking work, right? Not a lot of white yeah. guys driving trucks. Not, not functional trucks. Now, a truck that's fucking eight feet off the ground with some giant wheels on it and, you know what I mean, a giant smokestack coming out of the fucking truck bed. That's not a truck that wants to do any fucking work, okay? You know that's what? fucking straight. What I was going to say is nothing pisses me off more than seeing a truck that's never seen a day of work in its fucking life. <laughs> that's, that, is, that should be outlawed. If you buy a truck, you should, like, yeah. be prepared to help someone move a couch. Dude, I remember living in Austin, Texas, in a fucking apartment complex in the middle of town, and there was dudes with pickup trucks. They're right. like jacked up and chromed out, and they're that's huge. What I'm talking about that's what I'm talking about. Like take up two fucking parking spots. Yeah, if if you live in a city and you want a pickup truck, you get a small little S10 or a Ranger that you can use to haul furniture around. 
But when you're living in an apartment and you've got a Ram 4850 Dewey Hemi diesel or whatever jacked up and chromed out and not a scratch or a fleck of dirt on it, fuck you. You're a douchebag and you're a fool. And you're white. And you're totally white. Of course you are. And you're not driving that truck on the fucking ranch. You know what I mean? No, there is no ranch for that. Uh, Even if there was, you're going to park that truck somewhere and rub it with a diaper because, first of all, your hands are fucking soft, probably, because yeah. you've never done an honest day's work in your life. And you don't play a guitar because you're a fucking idiot. And he's got the uh, the fake dangling testicles on the back. With hair. The ones that get me are the ones that got a little bit of hair on them. Wait, have you seen these for real? No. No, I'm not. <laughs> well, because as much as I hate that stupid shit, that would make some money if you put them <laughs> If you made him like look super realistic, like actual skin <laughs> with hair, I don't know if you can get in trouble for having fake fucking balls on the back of your truck. Oh, and even have like a tiny little penis. Have a penis holding out of there. Fuck yes, and a hairy asshole where the trunk where the key goes. Even put like a little wart on it or something. Oh, God, like an STD thing. Have one with a rubber on it with a fucking sack of cum hanging off of it. That's what we need is hyper realistic balls. <laughs> that would be fucking awesome. That would be awesome. <laughs> Jesus okay. Christ! Well, call in to steal that idea, or at least call in and give us a fucking little taste of this idea that you're going to steal from us, because we've had so many ideas st- stolen off this show in the last. What, how long have we been? We've been on the air six fucking years, Rufus? Six Since, fucking uh, years. 2013. Yeah, and it's yeah. 2019. Fucking, fucking weird. Knuckle me, baby, knuckle me. Six fucking years we've been at this. There's been bands that have been together and broke up in six fucking years. Oh, yeah, and we're only in season two. Longer than probably 75% of marriages. This yeah. Year. I mean, what? I mean, how long does the average marriage last these days? Like two, three weeks? Um, uh, too long. You know what the problem is? People get married too young. I didn't get married until yeah. I was what, thirty-three or thirty-four. Me too. I was about the, exactly the same age. Yeah. If yeah, I think if you get married younger than that, you're asking for. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I know like one or two couples that have stayed married when they met in high school for some reason. They've stayed married over the. Well, no, but probably for the kids. And now that the kids are adults, yeah, they're like, yeah, fuck this. Let's get divorced now. Let's, we stayed together and made the kids miserable for the last fucking 30 years. Now let's get a divorce now that they've moved out. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I can see that. <laughs> Staying together for the kid? I can't because if, I was, if it wasn't working out, I'd be like, I'm fucking out of here. And I ain't <laughs> staying around here every day with the fucking kid, too. Fuck that. <laughs> I would. The only thing that keeps me around sometimes is the fact that I would just have to give half my money to somebody. I don't even care about the money. I care probably more about my kid. I'd be like, I'm just taking the kid with me. See you in court. Well, that's that's true too. Honestly, that's my first thought. Is I'd be I just pick the kid up from school and <laughs> right old but, school. But ultimately, like bad news for you, Rufus. <laughs> I know, especially in Texas, because dudes get no kinds of rights at all when it comes to that shit. I don't think they do anywhere. But you know what's funny is like 90% of the time they don't deserve any fucking rights. 90% of the time they do. 10% <laughs> of the time they just made 
bad life choices and who they married. Ten percent of the time. Problem is, my wife works at a school, right? And a lot of kids don't even have a fucking chance, dude, because parents mm. are so fucked up, on drugs, in jail. I live in a nice part of town too, and these like I'm gonna. I hate to say this. It's mostly white kids whose parents are in fucking jail and on meth and don't have yeah. grandmoms fucking raising <clears throat> kid. I know that people love to say that it's the minorities that that fucking is that do that. That's it couldn't be farther no. from the fucking truth. No, it, no, it's not. And I, I, I've noticed that it's it's in areas like that. Not to disparage your area, but I mean, it, it's. Uh, snowy and dreary a lot of times of the year and if you don't have a job you got nothing to do you're not going to go out and toss the ball around you're going to sit around and play fucking street fighter and do math street fighter i don't think they play street fighter anymore dude no way oh come on it's 19 nice. i mean it's the problem is you're right they do play street fighter because they've already pawned everything that they own, except for, like, this old Xbox that no one would take on pawn, so they're kind of stuck with it. And they're playing Street Fighter on a Sega they rented from Rent-A-Center. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you know what the awesome part is? They get to sit on a new couch <laughs> across from my office, right? I, you know what's funny is you say that? Because I went behind a Rent-A-Center car today, and I'm like, man, Ooh. I don't know if that's it. I just can't see how Rent-A-Center can be profitable. I don't see how that can be legal. People that rent the shit never fucking, they don't pay from day fucking one, do they? Well, how can you? It, it's I, like a 30% interest rate. It's a lopsided interest rate, but I guess you probably, this is how stupid people are, dude. This is what I envision what happens when you go, <laughs> they're like, oh, you want this 55-inch TV? Okay, sir. We're going to have to ask you for $379 down, and you can take it home today. And these guys could have like a forty-two inch TV for three seventy-nine. Yeah. They're like, oh no, I need a fifty-five inch TV. I can't pay for the whole thing. I'll pay for almost all of it up front, right. and then I'm gonna take it home and ruin my credit. Well, I mean, I can't imagine people going in there even having good credit. What? I love average credit score of a rent-a-center fucking person is. I guess if they had good credit, they just go to the store and get a credit card. I don't yeah. know. Rent a center, dude. I'll tell you what I did watch, though. Are you ready for this? I guess. I don't know what it is. Right a couple of years ago, right when I moved into my new office, uh, there was these people. It's a two-story, right? And I have both stories. So I'm sitting upstairs, and these people, I met the people that were the neighbors, right? And they're on the second floor of this, like, little apartment building right next to me. Sure. And I can see their little deck area and everything, and, you know, when they come and go. And... uh so I would pull up and park, and I would usually talk to these people, right, just because I'm kind of friendly people. And they were nice meth heads. I mean, they were meth heads, there was no doubt. There was no doubt. Okay. There was no doubt. They were nice meth heads, though. And uh, we would talk and stuff. And then I saw they rented some stuff from Rent-A-Center, right? Uh-oh. A couple months go by. And, uh, and, I, and I watched this like it was a bad movie. A couple months know. go by. And obviously they didn't pay for said Rent-A-Center. So the rent-a-center guy comes by and starts knocking on the door, right? Oh, God, what a job. And I know. I can't even imagine that fucking job. <laughs> I can't. So he comes by every day, right? But now for like two weeks, okay? Yeah. And they're in there. They're fucking in there, dude. And he knows they're in there. I know they're in there. Of course. 
you know, but no one can do anything about it. So uh, <laughs> he he comes every day. Then, you know, he'd been coming at the same time every day. Like he was running a route of like probably knocking on people's doors. God, what a job. Okay. Never answer. So then he starts coming at odd times of the day. Ooh, right? he's tricking him. He's starting to be tricky. He'll show up at like 10 o'clock in the morning or fucking 6 o'clock at night or whatever. Candy Graham. Right. Many so people are like, "Oh, this guy's getting fucking tricky." So they go out and instead of giving the shit back, they go out and buy like a security system, right, with a camera. And they where did they get that? Rent a center? I don't know. Yeah, good question. I'm gonna have to guess it was hot, probably. But so then they put up this little camera, right, that looks right down on their door. <laughs> the the rent a center guy was coming and shut everything down. Right, so he, they would. He probably guess would think he went there. Eventually, it got a little more involved, and the landlord came and put an eviction notice on the door. Oh no! In the middle of the night, with this place fucking trashed. But the moral to the story is the lady liked cats, so I had to kind of root for the underdog there. Well, goddamn, what happened to the cats? Are they still locked in there? Cats. We actually have one of the one of the cats had babies, and we. I captured it outside before it got smashed by a fucking uh, semi. Damn, good for you. Name's Ringo. He's alive and well. He's a great cat. He's a bit of a bully. He's kind of got a, a hood attitude. I don't want to say it's just in the in the breeding, but uh, he he definitely is a bully. He likes to. He's huge though. He's like a cat. He's he's a really big cat. You ever see like a really big fucking cat? Oh yeah. Not a fat cat, like a, no, but a big cat. cat. Yeah. Early cat, yeah. Fit. So he's kind of a jerk. But yeah. I'm probably our cat with the worst attitude is our smallest fucking little cat. She's a scrapper. She's a fucking terror. She'll she'll go at any fucking cat. Her name's like our, our small dog. I mean, he, what do they call it, Napoleon syndrome? I mean, this dude <laughs> overcompensates, man. He, he'll just want to kill anybody. Just a tenacious little bastard. He's a little fucking poodle, and he'll just... How little, how little is this dog? Can you hold it in one hand? Big. How, how far can you kick it? That's how I usually can tell how big a dog, little dog is. Not far enough, because he always comes back. He comes back, tenacious little bugger. <laughs> oh, yeah. He is. He's a cute guy. He's got an attitude. He's cool with us, but, man, if anything, any goddamn fucking thing happens beyond the front door... An acorn falls, a fucking squirrel sneezes, a truck drives by. What about when the renter center guy comes? When the renter center guy comes, he hates the renter center guy. He knows. You taught him well. He comes well, up with a line of people dodging renter center uh, re- re- repo guys. Imagine, imagine that really being your job, okay? No, I can't. I don't if want to. That guy, I would thank my stars every time I went there and nobody was fucking home. Because you know as soon as they open the fucking door, now you've got to explain to them what's going on, and they're going to act like they don't know, but they perfectly well know. Right. Then you're going to get to see the inside of their crack hovel, right, or their meth hovel or whatever it is, and then it's your job. Imagine what's in these fucking refrigerators that people are fucking repoing. Imagine what is on these fucking couches and beds and fucking furniture. I mean, I don't know. Supposedly they get it back and clean it up and rent it again. I don't even know if that could ever fucking be possible with something from Renaissance Center. 
Dude, can you imagine being one of those rent-a-center guys and you knock on the door and they open the door for they're so fucking messed out that they just don't even know what's going on. Uh, the and, coming. and while you're reading your shit off your clipboard, you look up and there's the two-year-old with a filthy diaper and no shirt and hair that hasn't been cut in a fucking week. Right. Like this encrusted snot nose just yeah. right on, on aimlessly. Man, yeah. You have to be an alcoholic to deal with the job. I'm like, telling you what, I bet CPS. I mean, they probably they should just go with people from Renaissance Center. If they need leads for CPS, you just stop the fucking Renaissance Center guy around, and you can find out what's going on. Fuck yeah! It's almost guaranteed that you're going to end up. Well, that's the problem though. There's so much of that shit going on, dude, that they can't even do anything about it. Right? They're like, oh, Junior's yeah. got to stay with Mama because. We don't have the right fucking paperwork for the lawyer or whatever. And then, like, three weeks later, Junior's fucking pushing up daisies underneath a broken tire in the backyard because Mama decided to go on a six-week crack bender. So it's like, kill Junior until three weeks into the crack bender. So that's – you got that going for him. Yeah, but at least I got a 55-inch TV out of the deal. Dude, how else can you watch fucking The Walking Dead all night <laughs> on your fucking – 55 inch, you know what I mean? You're like, that's fucking real life. Give me another hit off that fucking meth pipe. <laughs> I mean, you know that's how it works. That's only the only thing. It people is. It is. Heads. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows what? That every, the only people that watch The Walking Dead are meth heads. They gotta be because that show is so fucking slow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, first of all, it has one fucking premise. Okay, how do you even? It's not really even a story. The premise is the avoid the fucking dead people and try to stay away from the fucking dead people. I mean, maybe it's changed now. I don't know. Are they trying to make a civilization? I don't know. But like 90% of the show, anytime I watched it, was like a dead guy getting his head shot off. I can't believe the zombie thing is still a thing these days. It's been played the fuck out so many times. Yeah, it's like, Jesus Christ already. Make a fucking show about angels or something. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, yeah, it's about as realistic. So just make it about something other than fucking zombies. I don't. I mean, and there's no. In the past, I remember whenever my wife worked at a blockbuster, before she was my wife in 2006 or seven, whatever. Oh, it might have been 2005. A new zombie movie came out. And it was a remake of The Walking Dead or something, and she brought it home from blockbuster. And we watched it. And I thought, wow, this is cool. And still, this many years later, there's still fucking making zombie movies, and the only innovation that's happened in the zombie movie industry is sometimes they walk a little faster. There's no, nothing new about zombies at all. Zombies, the cool thing is, during the movies, they're actually letting the zombies evolve. That's what's important. I saw one the other day where, where um, a zombie had just passed the bar exam, and he was totally stoked. You know what I mean? He was moving into a nice little one-bedroom condo down at Redondo Beach. It was all good. We should we well, should make a mockumentary that like is all about the uh, zombie civil rights act. We should. You're right. And how fucking zombies are looked down upon. Even though there's nobody that says a zombie can't be a productive part of America. But you know no. what? You go in with that mindset that a zombie's going to try to eat you, right? And then people are going around killing zombies and get away with it. Yeah. You, you, it's just it's a stereotype. You know what I mean? It zombies. Zombies are, are half people too, right? They hey, they were people once, just like you. Yeah, why why should you lose your rights after you die? 
right? I mean, that doesn't make any sense. No. Just because you're undead doesn't mean you shouldn't be able to vote or get a job or babysit children. Yeah. And little zombie babies are the cutest, too. They are. I love it when their little their little teeth are showing, like, right through their fucking cheeks. When you're holding one and, like, gumming your forehead because they want the brain. <laughs> Do they want the brain? I guess. I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> Your brain. Where's my brain? Where's my brain? Where's my brain? Man, there's the movie right there. It's a little bit zombie. The zombie next door. That's what we'll call it. It'll be about a little zombie family that moves in next door to a regular family. It's on Tuesdays on CBS, 8 o'clock. Oh, my God. The zombie family and the people that loved them. Dad, we've hit gold again. <laughs> we have, and we can do like you can do every a zombie Christmas, a zombie family Christmas. <laughs> you fucking could. The turkey gets up off the table and starts walking around. <laughs> so the ham, the ham, fucking <laughs> when they try to cut into it, but it, but it's okay with being eaten by the other zombies. Now, it doesn't like to be eaten by regular people. Mm, that's going to be an important episode. <laughs> <laughs> the talk. We're going to call that one the talk. <laughs> call it the talk. <laughs> We're building bridges, bud. <laughs> we are between the living and the dead. Oh, oh my God. It is amazing that that fucking show is still on. Holy fucking shit. Yes, it is. Wow. I mean, it could have been over like fucking five years ago. I, is it still on? I don't even know if it's still on. Honestly. I don't even know, but I know that I've tried to watch it a few times and it was just a yawn. <laughs> You're just like, hey, this is the one where the zombies invade the camp and try to eat them. And then you yeah. like, wait, I think I saw this one. No, it's a different one, but it just <laughs> episode. That the guy's camp- wearing a green shirt today. It just looks like the same camp. On the other one, that other zombie was missing the other side of his face. You totally are not using this. <laughs> That's right. That's All right. zombies look alike to you, don't they? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> oh, shit. Good weed, I'm telling you. Good weed, they'll do this every time, Rupert. <laughs> hey, are we doing the hot sauce tonight? Uh, are we? I don't know. I'm scared. I'm scared, too, but I brought in a glass of water just in case. Was that what your little coffee cup was for? No, that's just a coffee cup I had sitting here. Oh, okay. Because you know what really creeps me out? What? People that drink other stuff out of coffee cups that's not like a warm beverage or soup. I, just, I can't do it. I hate doing it. I don't know I why you would. People shouldn't do it. It should be illegal because only a weirdo or a very hungover person. Now, I'm not going to lie. A very hungover person is can, can go ahead and drink a cold beverage out of a coffee cup. I totally do get that. Right. But Only coffee and hot tea. Not that I drink hot tea because I'm a man. But right. Only coffee and hot tea I can tolerate out of a coffee cup. 
I, you know what? I can take soup broth out of a cup. I don't drink coffee or tea because I'm a true fucking man. Lipton cup of soup is pretty yes. good in a coffee cup. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Cup of soup. That's why they call it cup of soup, right? First of all, if I owned a restaurant, I would not have a special bowl that I call a cup. I will serve your soup in a coffee mug if you order a cup of soup. Not a mini bowl of soup, Rufus, on a tray, a cup of soup. Very cool. I agree because every Friday I go to this uh, Asian restaurant here, and I always get the uh, lunch special, which is the broccoli beef. Can you get that at your time? Just out of curiosity. Well, yes, you can, but it costs. Can you? Because usually they're tricky like that. Oh, no, they're not tricky at this place. Okay. I like to hear that. <clears throat> and uh, But I always get a small bowl of wonton <laughs> soup. Okay. Because the one time I ordered a cup, they were like, do you want it in a cup? <laughs> oh, my God, shut up. No, I'm kidding. Oh, damn it. Damn you, Rufus. That was such a beautiful story. That You know what? Let's make that an episode of The Zombies Next Door. Okay, let's do that. That'll be funny. Well, see, and the, the funny part of it is it's like the zombie is misunderstanding, but then the Chinese guy's not understanding either because he's not from here, right? Uh, so he thinks a cup is a different thing and because he doesn't speak good English. He goes, a cup? You want that in a cup? That's what he says. And the zombie guy's like, no, buddy. It's just to bring me a small bowl. Thank you, sir. And and they merge, they have a meeting of minds because they're both sort of downtrodden and, you know, misunderstood for their own ways. Here you go. Here's the beauty of it. Zombie guy learns that, to order a small bowl instead of a cup. Yes. But Chinese guy learns that a cup can also be a small bowl, right? I mean, it's like universal, dude. That's totally fucking universal. <clears throat> it's a cultural win-win. It is. Everybody wins in that. Everybody understands what a cup of soup is after that. The whole world just fucking lives in harmony because you can order cups of soup. After after 8 million people at least are going to be tuning in, so we know 8 million people after that will understand that a cup of soup just means a small bowl, but it doesn't have to because why spend the money on a small bowl when you could just use a coffee mug that you might have in the back, and that's why they called it a cup of soup in the first place. I think we need to get trending Hashtag cup of soup is a small soup in a bowl. <laughs> there, I think you're right. And you know, here's what's funny, though, okay? And this okay. one's a little tricky, and this might have to be its own episode. For Christmas last year, my wife got me a cup that's as big as a bowl. Whoa. Yeah. I actually asked for it, right? It's a large bowl with a handle. Okay, that seems a little greedy. What, it, so what, it's greedy, but I eat chili out of it, okay? <laughs> well, then that makes sense, because so chili can be spooned or drank. cup isn't enough, but you need the convenience of a handle. Bowls of chili get really hot. Thank you. That's why I ordered it. Thank you. Now you get it. I now, do. You know what else you can do? You can put it in the microwave. Oh. It, somehow the microwave does not make the handle hot. I don't know how that works. It's the bowl. Let's put it that way. But you're right. Even even if you take the chili out of the pot and put it in the bowl, the bowl gets to be very high. And that's that's why I asked for the cup with the large bowl with the handle. Like I guess call that a large cup. I guess because I would try to hold the bowl of chili and eat it, and my hand 
would be burning. Do you have a table in your house? Uh, we do, but we never eat at the table. I'm going to go ahead and admit that right now. We're Americans, dude. We uh, yeah, eat. I was going to say, honestly, does anyone uh, this day and age actually eat at a table? We just put uh, things on the table. How funny you say that, because I watched a fucking House Hunters last night where this stupid bitch, and I'm going to go ahead and tell you that they were moving from Arizona to Topsdale Island in North Carolina, right, which sure. is my condo. So this stupid bitch, of course, yes. they got four kids, okay, and she's like, they go into this, you know, their beach houses basically, but they go into this one and it's got like a big bar area for everybody to eat. But you know what it didn't have, Rufus? No cups or bowls. It did not have a dedicated dining area, okay, with a table, with a traditional table. Even though around this fucking counter there was 8,000 square feet where you could put a fucking dining table, right? But for some reason, I don't know what it is about the show, but the people go in the house, and they can't imagine the house in any other fucking configuration as far as the the furniture goes, right? So she didn't think, she never, because they didn't have a table in there, she thought, oh, you just can't put a fucking table and chairs in here and eat at the table. Not that they ever would, first of all. Right. What a screwball needed a fucking table. I've noticed this trend when watching shows like House Hunters, International House Hunters, My Amazing Hunters, Zombie House Hunters. One requirement for becoming filthy rich is just being a complete vapid dumbass because... Just exactly like he's, or people will walk in and be like, well, that paint, I don't like that paint. Right, yeah. You can fucking paint, you dumbass. This one's $180,000 below your budget, but I asked for uh, travertine in the kitchen area. <laughs> well, you got $180,000 to put it in. Well, I, but turnkey. I love that. Whatever, I'm not even sure what that term means. I mean, I guess I get it. But I hate it. I hate the fucking word turnkey. I got a feeling if you're a realtor, when you hear the word turnkey, it's one of those phrases that just makes you go, oh, fuck. Yeah. Well, I thought, so the whole deal on this one last night was, at the end of it, they make an offer on the smallest, grossest house, and it was that one that did not have a dining room table, and she's like, but we insist that the furniture be included. So they bought all the furniture, even though on the walkthrough she talked about how much she didn't like it and what it wasn't good for them, but they had to have it after that. She's dumb. I think what happens in the show, you know, is that these people get on there and they fucking lie about their budgets because they know that their aunt and their cousin is going to fucking see, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, they got approved for 880 fucking thousand dollars, even though... You know, he sculpts fucking driftwood, and she uh, made like raises caterpillars for sale or something. <laughs> but they've got like approved for one point six five million. Yeah, yep. wow. They must have gone to Rena Center. <laughs> yeah, that's you know, yeah. We got approved for one point six five million at twenty nine and a half percent interest. Per <laughs> Just a way for the bank to like get you in there and then foreclose on the house and ruin your credit and then sell it at some kind of thing and you're supposed to pay it back the loan again later to someone else. It's a racket. It is a racket. But loaning loan sharking is a racket. It always has been. <laughs> it always has always will be. Well going to the bank for a loan is it's just legalized loan sharking, right? 
No matter how cool your logo is, it's still loan sharking. Yep, that's right. You know what? We should start a bank and just call it lo the Loan Sharks. Loan Shark Bank. We should. You can have a really cool logo. I picture a fucking shark wearing sunglasses and greased back hair. And, and like spitting money out of its mouth. <laughs> oh, no. It's, yeah, no, it's eating. It's taking a giant bite out of your wallet, right? It's like eating your wallet like Jaws. Dude, I bet you could do that. Well, God, payday loans are pretty much the same. Oh, yeah. I mean, let's, a payday loan, you're actually upside down in the loan before you even take the fucking money. But they're like, you just Google. For seven days, but if you try to pay it back before seven days, you have to pay like 50% fucking interest. Yeah, early payment fee. Right. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's in its own right. Don't get me wrong, but it definitely should be illegal. Predatory lending. Isn't that what they call that? Oh, my God. That's the other. We could just call our other lending service predatory. <laughs> we should seriously open up a, like a payday loan place and just give it an honest name. Be like Money Stealers Inc. or... Right. You're paying too much. Dot com. Yeah. Or just put the percentage rate in the, in oh the name God. of the company. 30% APR what? loans. This is how you do this, though. You, you open two storefronts, right? They're the same fucking place, okay? In the back, everything's the same, but there's two storefronts, two windows in these ones. One says 39% interest is the name of it. Next door, 38.9% interest. <laughs> That's right. All you need is a pay stone showing you have a job. And then you, the line would be so long at some point to 38.9% that you would probably have people waiting in the lobby at 39%, I would have to imagine. I'm sure. Overflow, yeah. Yeah, definitely overflow. Definitely. So how do you want to do this? How do you want to do the hot sauce? I mean, we've just gotten to rambling, and tonight has just been another usual brilliant hyperslot show <laughs> that, we've got, that we're trying to do other shows' gimmicks, even though we don't need to because we – have like a good substance show where we just uh, explore ideas. Kind of like Let's the do this. experience, but better. Let's do this. I'm gonna I'm gonna propose a challenge. Ooh, I don't know. No, I don't usually accept challenges. I'm kind of a coward like that. I don't I don't normally do this, but I'm gonna be in this for the long haul, which by I mean ten more minutes. Okay. Gonna... Oh, you're cutting out, Rufus. Lost up radio or Skype is letting us down. Hold on, hold that thought. Been doing it a couple times throughout the night, but you've always oh. come back. There you are. Go ahead. Am I here? Yes. I'm saying let's spin the cue up Alexa. Let's spin the wheel and drink whatever sauce it is, and play Jeopardy with our mouths burning. Okay, we could do that. Oh, I like that idea. I like that idea. We well, don't do this. Let's take that into the VIP. Let's chat. Right. Right. Because sure. we'll just chat. We'll get it into the VIP. Because no sense in doing it than have it go into the VIP. So we're just going to chat for a second. You're going to tell the people what we're going to do and what they can hear us do in the VIP part of the show that you can't hear on Blog Talk Radio. You've got to come check us out online, right? This is true, but I'm going to go use the restroom now so it's not pressing. Oh, nice. nice. All, right. All right. I'm going to play a little bit of beer as food, and we'll just, we won't play the whole thing. We'll cue it up when you get back right before the break. you got three minutes, and go. I'll be right back. I hyper sloth while we wait for Rufus to take a piss or maybe even a dump. You never know with Rufus. Cheers.
first thoughts of Beer Suit. I wanted to get back with you folks real quick before we take this in the VIP. Looks like Rufus is back. Rufus, you back? And we're going to take this into the VIP. Check us out in 30 seconds in the VIP. Double Z, welcome to the VIP part of the show. Looks like Rufus is having a little bit of connection trouble. There he is. He's coming in and out. There he is. Rufus, you're with us. Is there some kind of connection issue going on, but let's see what we can do. It looks like it's getting a little better. Getting a little better. There you are. You're coming in. You know what? Instead of looking like you're on Mars now, you look like you're just on the Apollo 13 or whatever. Whatever the one that did. Did any of the Apollos crash? I really don't know. Been a hell of a ride tonight, folks. We hope you listen to the first part of the show, but now it's going to get a little crazier on the Hypersoft Happy Hour because uh, this is the part of the show where Rufus gets weird. Sometimes he gets naked, and it's really strange because uh, he's got a really small wiener, but no one, it's kind of awkward to tell him that. But I put it up really close to the camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what? So in a weird way, it kind of looks big sometimes, even though it's super small. But that's okay. it, we, we love Rufus for who he is. So, folks, what we got here tonight is purebred idiot hot sauce roulette. Now, as far as we can tell so far, the main ingredient in this whole kit is cayenne pepper or habanero, if I'm correct. Right, Rufus? Oh, no. There's scorpion pepper and ghost pepper in oh, it, Oh, that's too. right. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah there's some hot stuff out. in it. How long has it been since we had a show? We're not where we ate. Was the last show where we first introduced this segment? We've only had number one and number three, so we are in the uh, the kitty pool at this well, point. Why do I have three over here? There's three empty ones on my thing. I don't know. Sure. No, we've only done it twice. Oh, maybe I was just drinking one. Maybe I woke up one night and wandered down to the studio and was just drinking it for fun. It is tasty. What's funny is I've had a stomachache since we did the last show, so my gastritis is definitely acting up on this stuff. Well... So it ain't gonna get better. We're gonna, you know what? Let's do this. Alexa roulette, Alexa Jeopardy hot sauce roulette. If we get the answer right, we don't have to drink from the super hot sauce thing. If we get it wrong, we have to drink. Again, Rufus is getting is fucked up. There he is again, though, folks. Am I breaking up as well, Rufus? Oh, no. The 80s video game. All right, now you're back briefly. I just noticed it happened when you sat back. All right, Alexa, so did you hear what I said? We're going to play Jeopardy, and if we get it wrong, we're going to drink from the hot sauce that you spin the roulette wheel right now, and we we get into it. All right. Last time. I'm not sure that Johnny Winter is a 1969 film by Johnny Winter and whose record labels were Columbia and Noble Fidelity Sound Lab. I never asked about Johnny Winter, but Alexa assumed I did. We can't drink every time we get it wrong. 
I mean, you have to put it on your tongue every time you get around. We're just going to choose one is what I'm saying, and we're just going to have to nip off of it while we play the game. All right. I'm spinning the wheel, Chief. All right. Here he goes. Here he goes, folks. we got one and 12. One and 12. Spread idiot hot sauce roulette. On the back, it says do not basically use the hot sauce for food. So that tells you how hot this shit is. All right. It pointed to number eight. What? Yeah. Oh, no. Rufus, what's number eight? Can you put it up to the screen so I don't have to go through and flip all these over? The one with the number But it's orange, it looks like? Yeah. I found it. I found number eight. Oh, man. All right. Now, it's going to take us a half an hour to get these things open because they're child-proof, probably for good reason. I wish they were a little more adult-proof. Oh, look at Rufus getting out utensils. I tore mine off like a man. Like a man who's about to ship blood. All right, folks. Double D is ready to go with numero eight. They don't really have names, do they? This one just says purebred idiot hot sauce number eight. You can find this on Amazon. Twenty four ninety five or what do we pay thirty bucks for this, Rufus? I can't remember. Luckily me and Rufus are self made millionaires. Number either. Twenty or thirty. Worry about monies of all. But we will take your money. Check us out on Patreon because we'd love to use your money to pay for stuff like this so we don't have to use our own. Hot. Did you try it already? I can see Rufus is guzzling beer right now, folks. You're you're totally frozen. You're frozen as well. I can hear you sometimes, though. Let me go upstairs. I can hear you too, but you sound like a. Let me go upstairs and make sure that my internet is not being overloaded by my family. Even though I'm plugged right into the. Uh, Well, if you're plugged right into it, it should be fine. I would think so. So I'm guessing all the bullshit is on your end. Uh oh. Be able to do this. Slowly picking up steam. There we go. There you go. You're back in service now. You're oh, it's like when you move is when it gets fucked up. Sit very still. Used to look like a bunch of squares to me. That's not a very nice thing to say. All right, let's start off. Did you take it? You didn't drink any yet, did you? No, I just smelled it. All right. All right, Alexa. Play Jeopardy. Without further ado, folks, Hot Sauce Roulette Jeopardy, number eight. Alexa, play Jeopardy. This is Jeopardy. Maybe if uh, Alex had a roll of this, maybe he would need chemo. I've been having some stomachache lately that I thought maybe I had pancreatic cancer. Which would you like to play? Regular. 
Or do you want to play Team Jeopardy instead? Thanks, Johnny. And welcome, players. You can play Team Jeopardy or catch up on the clues from this week. Which would you like to play? This week, we're doing it. Okay, why is it keep doing this? Here's Jeopardy. And now, here is the host of Jeopardy, Alex Trebek. Thanks, Johnny. And welcome. You can play Team Jeopardy or catch up on the clues from this week. Which would you like to play? Catch up on this week. You have all five days Jeez. to catch up on. Do you want to catch up on the clues from Monday? Yes. Let's play. The first category is I won't be in today. After March 10, 1876, this telephone inventor was able to call in sick and say, Mr. Watson, come here. I want some castor oil. Who was Alexander Graham Bell? Yes, that's it. Your next category is TV people. Jim Thornton succeeded Charlie O'Donnell as the announcer on this game show. Repeat the question. Again, the category is TV people. Jim Thornton succeeded Charlie O'Donnell as the announcer on this game show. What is Hollywood Squares? Oh, no. No, that's incorrect. Sorry, Rufus. The correct response was what is Wheel of Fortune? Uh, What? The third Jeopardy category is the 2019 National Geographic Travel Photo Contest. One entry in the contest shows traffic stopped. While a crowd prays in the streets oh, of Jacka in this, this country. Repeat the question. Oh my God. <laughs> Again, the category is the 2019 National <laughs> Geographic Travel Photo Contest. Oh my God. Wow. The contest shows traffic stopped while a crowd prays in the streets of Jacka in this country. What is, what is India? Oh, my God, That's you fucking it. asshole. The correct response is, what is Bangladesh? Oh, shit, Our dude, first Jeopardy category is military jargon and slang. This avian term for a supporter of war is military slang for cold weather. Repeat the question I can't even fucking hear right now. Again, the category is military jargon and slang. This avian term for a supporter of war is military slang for cold weather. I didn't even understand the question. What is the nightingale? Respond in the form of a question, starting with who is or what is. I got burned off. What is a nightingale? No, that's incorrect. The correct what is hawk? What? Five clicks. In the movie click, a life doctor in remote control makes the character played by the star of Happy Gamer. Happy no more. Who is Adam Sandler? <laughs> You're right. Our sixth category is special Fuck, dude, this shit is fucking retarded. The response retarded. starts with the letters O, P. Trace amounts of this gemstone were discovered on Mars, providing more evidence less may have existed on the planet. What is the opal? Excellent. Time for the next six clues <sighs> in the double Jeopardy oh, round. The category is Lafayette. Oh, Oh my gosh. This the White is Mountain, stupid. Mount Lafayette, 
in the state, is named the best hike in New England by the Boston Globe. Repeat the question. Again, the category is Lafayette. It is there. Part of the White Mountain, Mount Lafayette, in this state, was named the best hike in New England by the Boston Globe. What is Massachusetts? Oh, no. Sorry. The correct response was what is New Hampshire? Oh, my God. Nothing Our happened category in New Hampshire. Is Everybody knows that. She left the group Fifth Harmony and launched a solo career with the debut single, Crying in the Club. Repeat the question. I can't even fucking hear. My heart is... Again, the category is pop quiz. She left the group Fifth Harmony and launched a solo career with the debut single, Crying in the Club. Who's Beyonce? No. The correct response was who is Camila Cabello. Oh, my God. Who? The category is literary works of the 1820s. This second entry... In James Fenimore Cooper's Leather Stocking Tale, was later adapted as a novel comic. That's not you do. What? I didn't even hear it. Repeat the question. This second entry in James Fenimore Cooper's Leather Stocking Tale was later adapted as a novel comic. From the 1820s. What is that? I can't hear. The 1820s. This second entry. In James Fenimore Cooper's Leather Stocking Tale, it's adapted as a Marvel comic. What is Black Widow? Literary works of the 1820s. This second entry in James Fenimore Cooper's Leather Stocking Tale was later adapted as a Marvel comic. What? No, the is what is the last of the Mojitos? What? Our category is what a disaster. Oh my God, we're having The scale used to work the intensity of these is made for University of Chicago scientist Ted Fujita. What is, um, uh, what is What's the giant wave? No, the correct response is what are tornadoes? Jeopardy category is linguistics. I can't hear. Repeat the question. Again, the category is linguistics. In the is a word that acts as its own opposite. What is synonym? Oh, my God. That's not The correct response was what is a continent. What? The final category oh, is the electoral collage. There's an electoral college map of every U.S. presidential election on the website called this number to win. Uh, repeat the question, please. This shit is... The final category is the electoral collage. There's an electoral college map of every U.S. presidential election on the website called this number to win. How many do you need, Rufus? Uh, what is 300, 255? I don't fucking know. The correct response was what is 275? All right, let's see how you did today. Shucks. You got three out of 12 clues today. That puts you at a lifetime total of 50 clues correct. You still have four days to play from this week. Would you like to catch up on clues? 
We well, no, I would not. We don't have to drink this stuff. We're gonna. Should we play one more? You can't hear it at all. No, no, it just uh, it's hard to hear it because I like my own. Catch me. Is it too loud? It's kind of distorted. It's just hard to focus because my mouth is so goddamn fucking hot. Holy shit. It's fucking stupid. My stomach could be screwed. Hey, uh, yeah, let's let's do it. Let's just play some for fun. Dude, my nose is running. My mouth is just like. Number eight is fucking hot. My lips are on fire. What? Repeat the question. I don't. We're not listening to you. Again, the category. What's for breakfast? The team has dropped donuts from their name, but not from their menu. The little munchkins go well with coffee. What is Dunkin' Donuts? Yes, that's correct. The second Jeopardy category is classic novels. For this book. Jack London, based back on a St. Bernard Collie mix, he met while in Alaska. What is Call of the Wild? Again, the category is classic novels. For this book, Jack London, based back on a St. Bernard Collie mix, he met while in Alaska. But it's got to be the name of a dog, right? What is the Call of the Wild? That's not it. The correct answer was what is the Call of the Wild? What? Your third Jeopardy category okay. is Cycle Makers. Thanks to Apple Parkway, you can while riding the 2019 Gold Wing from this company. What is Honda? Good job. Our next oh, Jeopardy category is words in their meaning. This shit is dangerous. It's a seven-letter synonym for one of the seven deadly sins, covetousness. Repeat the question. I just got a fucking major, like, I guess a hot sauce head rush, dude. It's only number eight. The category is words and their meaning. Okay, hold it's on. It's a seven-letter synonym for one of the seven deadly sins, covetousness. What is jealousy? No. No, that's incorrect. What? The correct response was what is avarice. What? Your fifth category is Broadway names. I don't even know what avarice is. The first Latina to win a key to honor. She made her Broadway debut as a dancer in Broadway. <coughs> I, we don't even know what you're talking about. Turn yourself off, Alexa. I can't even fucking concentrate. All right. I got to know what's in that number eight. I'm going to look it up. Broadway Go names. The first Latina to win a Kennedy oh Center honor. She made her Broadway view as a dancer in Guys and Dolls. Uh, who is Shakira? <laughs> no. The correct response was who is Cheetah Rivera? Yeah. Okay, Alexa, Today, come on. I can't even listen to her right now. I gotta say, after reading it, yeah, responded to question starting with goodbye. I had to unplug him, Rubik. Can't do it. I can't even think straight right now. I gotta say, after reading the ingredients, I kind of feel proud for both of us because check this shit out: jalapeno, habanero, habanero powder, ghost pepper, ghost pepper powder, scorpion pepper, scorpion pepper powder, and Carolina Reaper. Jesus Christ! How could I didn't even I can't even imagine what twelve must be fucking like then. We're gonna have to do it from the hospital. I almost wish we did twelve first, because now I am so afraid to fucking do twelve, dude. 
I mean, I have a fucking headache right now, like a head rush headache from this shit. I'm afraid to do nine. Dude, I'm afraid to do five. We have to fucking... I like the idea of the Jeopardy round in intertwined, and we can do that during the show, right? What do you think of intertwining the Jeopardy round with the the hot sauce roulette? I think it's good. I thought we were going to, like, chug some hot sauce and then try to make it through a game, not, like, take a shot every time. Well, you know what, dude? I don't think... Ooh. Chugging this, I, there's no way I would have got through the first game, I don't think. Or maybe even the first question. Because I really am having trouble thinking straight. But I did smoke when some I it, When I was saying I couldn't hear, it was more like I, just, I couldn't comprehend what the fuck was being said. <laughs> you know what? Dude, I think we've just replaced uh, basically any kind of uh, numbing agent that anybody might need if they're having surgery. You just fucking feed them a bottle of this shit, and they can't think straight enough to even know you're, like, doing hacking off the bottom of their leg. Fuck, dude. Woo-hoo! That was some hot shit. That was hot. Man. You know, I still got it. I can still, okay. it's still. are fucking burning. I'm telling dude, you, after the first of it, the inside of my ears were itching. Now, that is I'm drinking a cold beer. Taking it into my mouth, it feels warm. I mean, it, it feels like room temperature, even though it's ice cold. Scorpion pepper and a Carol. There's Carolina Reaper in that one. Yeah, a little. I think from this point on, they all have that, just in different amounts. Woo. So, oh my god, that is fucking. That was hot. That was fucking crazy hot. You know what? You know what I've been listening to a lot of lately? What's that? The Birds. You familiar with The Birds, the band? Uh, wasn't Clapton in The Birds? No, Clapton was not in The Birds. Oh. David Crosby. Fucking he... Zeppelin guy. No. Nope. <laughs> no, not in... I thought. I got to look it up. I thought. In Roger McGuinn, right, who sounds a lot like Dylan. David Crosby. Uh, was another famous bird. Maybe there was another famous bird. Who were the birds, Rufus? Tell us. Uh, I, I'm uh, sorry. I was thinking of the Yardbirds. Oh yeah. See, that's kind of tricky. Isn't that tricky? Yeah. <laughs> like that. Yeah. I've been listening to the birds lately, all because of the the uh, Easy Rider soundtrack. Right? They got a song on there. So I bought the birds on uh, iTunes, and I've been listening to their greatest hits or whatever. Great, A lot of fucking great songs on there, right? So then yeah. I watched this special. David Crosby was a founding member of the Birds, and I watched this special called Remember My Name about David Crosby. It's like a, a whole thing on David Crosby, but he, like, stars in it. It's, like, made now, right? And he's talking cool. about dickhead he was. No. No, not cool. Because okay. Crosby's a fucking asshole. Oh, shit. Really? Oh. He is or he was? You know, he is. And here's the deal. Nobody that has ever played in a band with him will talk to him. Nobody, dude. And they're all still alive. Roger McGuinn fucking said, David Crosby is fucking dead to me. They did this whole thing. <laughs> I was David Crosby. I don't even want to watch this retrospective of my life, but it's like he produced it. Neil Young, probably the most laid back in fucking dude in oh, rock. Yeah. Oh, no, fuck David Crosby. That's what he said. Those were his words. 
fuck David Crosby. Jesus. Uh, Steven Stills, David Crosby's a fucking asshole. Graham Nash, fuck David Crosby. Yeah, these are all guys that fucking worked with him. For, and none of these bands were together for more than, like, three fucking years. So, so why? I mean, like, what? Is he just overbearing and a control freak? Dude, he was such a fucking asshole in the band, right? He had this big ego because he was all coked up all the fucking time. Yeah. Heroin. So they started doing shows, and he is so fucking zonked out, he's, like, falling asleep on fucking stage. Right? And these guys, I mean, they're trying to make a career of this shit, and he's so fucking zoned out. They got all this footage of him. He's, like, sitting there basically dropping his fucking guitar and falling over and shit. You know, and these people have come to see them play. Sort of like you at a Hypersloth gig, but, I mean, that was part of your shtick. It wasn't supposed to be part of his shtick, I don't think. It was. I mean, it was the routine. People expected me to perform. I mean, it got to the point where we were putting a mattress on the stage so you could just fall over and nap, and then it was like the finale yeah. of the show, you were like a phoenix that rose and vomited on yourself, right, for like the last three or four minutes of the show, and then we dragged you off. Remember that, that one show we did that I think it was uh, Madison Square Garden where people brought mattresses and were throwing them up on the stage? <laughs> that was so fucking crazy. And those one thing mattresses inflatable slide because they thought it was like a mattress. I mean, they thought they were being funny, and I get it. But the Madison Round Garden, that's where we played. That's where you, I, you're probably a little mixed up there. Oh, yeah, the, that cafe on 54th. Right, Cafe Wa. Right where We stood right where Jimi Hendrix did and jammed out. Cafe Wa, David Lee Roth's uncle owned that he opened it. Really? In the 1950s yeah. or whenever? Yeah, for real. And whenever Van Halen put out their their uh, last album in 2012, their first gig was at Cafe Walk. Now, wait a minute. Was, but that was with the David Lee lineup? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah and in 2012. David Lee and the guy. They got back together in 2012 for what, like a week? For like three days. I mean, how long did they, did they support a whole tour <laughs> on that, or that oh, was just kind of one? I saw my tour. They put out a fucking CD. It was fucking really great. Well, it was yeah. good. name me one song off that fucking CD and hum it to me right now. Oh Jesus! There's tattoo. There's big river. Big river's fucking amazing. There's a uh, honey sweet honey sweetie baby doll is a great goddamn fucking song. It is cool. I find it hard it's to all about, like, all that up. No, I, I'm fucking silly. Honey, honey, sweetie, baby doll, or maybe it's honey, baby. Uh-oh. Now I can tell you're making up. You're trying to make me believe the lie. I'll send you the link. It's a great fucking album. I was so relieved. I know. Play it. I was so relieved. Can you cue it up and play it and taste right now? Well, I don't know. How do I do that? I don't know, because... Play and see what happens. Okay, hang on. Let me see. Let me see YouTube. Honey, baby, sweetie, doll. Well, but can I tell you one thing? Eating that candy yeah, and these Reese's actually helps a little bit. Uh, I don't really have any speakers here, but let's see. 
Oh, it's going to play through my headphones. Right. Here, hold on. I'll just play it. Honey Sweet Baby Doll. Some of their 
more original songs. This is actually a Bob Dylan cover. my favorite though. You ready? Now listen to the words of this one. I never really listened to the words of this song until I started was mowing my yard the other day and listening to it. But it, they're pretty deep. Tell me that's not a cool beginning of the song. I do like how they put the bass up front in a lot of these songs. Now you're familiar with this song, right? But listen, love the sloppy guitar part. Listen to the sloppy guitar. It's brilliant. Great opening line. But I'm 
Covering that today, like a mainstream artist, that they wouldn't be able to do it. Well, you don't think so? Now that no, I'm legal. No, I mean, I mean because of the cuss words, because cuss words are so bad. You oh. can't have goddamn radio. You, we doesn't have to be on the radio. Now you just want people to download it one at a time. But here's the bird song. Then I'll let you go pee your pants. This is called "Wasn't Born to Follow," dude. And this, I feel. That little is a little bit of a metaphor for my life, and maybe a little bit of your life too, Rufus. Because I like to think I don't let I don't really let other people's opinions get me down on myself. You know what I mean? I, I'm I know myself that I'm more awesome than all other people, except maybe you. So I don't really yeah. I have to like conform to what people think. But this is a brilliant fucking song, and this is totally psychedelic. But check it out. It's called Wasn't Born to on the Easy Rider soundtrack, I don't know where else it is, but I'm sure it's up there. It's just stony and hot. Where the trees are made of, where the leaves are made of prisms that brace the light in colors that no one knows the names of. Wow. Not, not a little trippy. Is that a little trippy or am I nuts? 
that no, that's super trippy. That is insane. To me, I was like, damn, now that's fucking deep. Because, I mean, there is colors that aren't named, right? I mean, obviously, there's probably trillions of them. It's, it's pretty heady, man. I mean, that captures, like, a thought that <laughs> you can't really put into words, and yet oh, I, you gave it a shot, fucking did it. Way to put it. That's a fucking very good way to it put is. it. It is. It's a super good way to put it. Yeah, I mean, how do you try to explain that? It's a lot. And they somehow did it in a song. All right, so we'll, we'll go on now. Of our visions flow into one another. God damn! See, I mean, I, I, it's hard to make out those I know the content of the lyrics. I get you. I feel you. <clears throat> I'll keep stopping and explaining to, to you how awesome it is, so you can't really get into the song. Okay, I'm going to keep stopping it to explain it to okay. you. Okay. Send me a link to it. people to you because other things don't really have any value. No, not you lasting know? value. Not real value, right. Look at us, dude. Look at us. <laughs> Turn it up. I just really fucking dig that song. I just really fucking do. I don't know. I don't on the birds. And I was younger when I really probably should have been listening to the birds. You know what I mean? There I'm listening to Hendrix, Pink Floyd, The Doors, all the fucking classic rock. I needed to go like fucking two years earlier to like the birds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the real psychedelic shit. I mean, like Grateful Dead. I listen to Grateful Dead, but, you know, this is crazy. I think so, anyways. But I'm high as motherfucker and, and all doped up on <laughs> I wish these people out here listening to the Hypersloth Happy Hour tonight uh, were in my same mindset. You would really be enjoying it tonight, I do believe. I think they are in your same mindset. They have no choice to be. They've been sucked into the vortex. <laughs> I hope so. Well, Rufus, great show tonight. Thanks for coming out. Do you feel recovered? I finally feel kind of recovered. Yes, I do, actually. I mean, they don't. I still can feel it a little bit on the corners of my mouth. But that's what she said. 
You know what's crazy is uh, it must be it must be like a drug in its own right because now I'm like I want to yeah. see number nine. Uh, you know so what's crazy is that's all it is. It's just getting your endorphins fucking firing. Now you're like I need that high again. I need to fucking go back there. That's why people yeah. cut themselves and shit, right? I mean, if they just knew there was hot sauce, put some in your eye, dude. You'll probably fucking be high for hours. <laughs> I'm sure you will. Imagine, imagine if you went up to a cop and would like punch him in the face just so he would spray you down with pepper spray so you could trick all of fucking cell. I know a guy went to fucking jail on a hit of acid. What? I've never been a big guy to fucking take acid or anything. I took it one and a half times my whole life, basically. Neither time were particularly enjoyable, so I don't advise it to anyone. Stick with the marijuana and the the lighter. Uh, type things. Beer. Don't even get into hard liquor. You know what? Just uh, just worry about Honestly, I'd even if you marijuana, don't even fuck with the beer. That's what I just said. I must, maybe I was kidding. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm slowly making that transition, man, but that, that's my goal. It's a great place to be, Rufus, and I know like five other guys that have done it over the last couple of years, and you know what? I got so sick of fucking feeling like shit. First of all, because you don't even know how shitty you feel right now. Oh, yeah. You quit beer for like fucking three months, and you're like, damn, I feel pretty fucking good. I didn't even know I was in here. You know what I mean? I got a buddy that just quit like two months ago, and he's he was been buying weed from me. And this is a guy I've been friends with. for. And I'm not preaching. I'm just saying, I'm not saying you need recovery or any shit like that. I'm just saying, in the long run, fucking unnecessary. Completely fucking yeah. unnecessary. In your life. No, I totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah, it, I, it's really more just I, routine I, at this point, you know? Yeah. yeah. And my buddy quit and his last month. He, like, texted me and he's like, dude, I feel so fucking good. This is fucking insane. And I didn't, he just called yeah. me and I'm giving up booze. I'm just giving it up. And guess yep. what else, though? He also bought himself a large screen TV and a new washer and dryer over the last three and a half months. At Rent-A-Spinner? No, this guy though was the kind of guy that hit his wife. See, I don't even know if his wife is not drinking because she likes to drink pretty good. And uh, <laughs> they like to go out though. You know what I mean? Probably not as expensive for you drinking at home or whatever. But if you go out to drink, right? And I know this because I used to go out to drink. You're dropping up. My wife wouldn't even go. It'd just be me and like maybe some buddies. Yeah, you're dropping a hundred bucks. You're dropping a oh, yeah. hundred dollars because say it's thirty bucks for the meal. Thirty dollars for fucking beer and then a tip. I mean that's fucking a hundred dollars. Oh yeah, easy. Yeah, it, I mean it's crazy. And to do that three four nights a week, that gets a little fucking expensive. Fucking a, it does. Yeah, it does. I mean now do that for fucking twenty years, you could probably have a condo in fucking South Beach maybe. But I'm just saying in my first opinion, when I thought I would never say I never would, I haven't drank beer. You know what I mean? I thought it was something I would always fucking do. Yeah. But then I was like, sick of feeling like shit. I mean, really, not even a hangover, just like tired and fucking half out of it. That's, it. Right. That's it. That's it, really. Or eight beers every fucking night. I can't and, tell you the last time I had a hangover, but I, I'll i just wake up in the morning and be like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, right, dude, I'm telling you what, your whole attitude on life fucking changes. It's crazy, Rufus. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, it really is. And I'm not saying you got a bad attitude. I mean, you're kind of an asshole. But that's, I thought that was pretty funny. Maybe in a couple months if you quit the beer, we'll realize that you're actually a pretty nice guy under there. I might be. And I might be successful one day. And if you're, and if you're not, 
it, we won't even know. That's true. <laughs> Nothing will change. Okay. Right. It'll be exactly the same. Love you, brother. What a great show tonight, Rufus. I'm glad that you, you came in for the show. I was a little worried that we weren't going to do a show tonight because I didn't hear from you for so long. So, folks. I, dude, I was waiting for it. That's so funny that you texted me. I was literally, I had BTR open and was setting up the show. Good to hear. Good to hear. Fine. But I had you enjoyed your holidays. Sorry we didn't make a bunch of holiday small talk, but I do have one thing to say about the holidays that I noticed when I watched Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer the other night, Rufus. What? Ru- Rudolph is an alcoholic. That's why he has a red nose. And think about it. All the reindeer shunned him, right? Probably because he's a drunken idiot who shot his mouth off a lot. His dad's name was Blitzen, right? Wasn't his dad's name Blitzen? I mean, what does that tell you? Right? He's very it runs in the family. It just runs in the family. So then he's the only one. Santa obviously is a drunk too because he lets drunk fucking uh, Rudolph get behind the wheel, the proverbial wheel, on a fucking foggy night because everyone else is like, it's too dangerous to drive. And fucking Santa and Rudolph are like, no, we can fucking do this. And then risk <laughs> his life. I mean, it's a tragic story when you get down to it. It is true. He's like, I can fly with one eye closed. It's all right. Yeah, exactly. But he can't see beyond the glow of his nose. The sad part was all of the gin that they uh, drink on those nights when they when they fly. But it is sad. It's very sad. He died. He he's gonna die of liver failure next year. I already I already heard about it. No, I'm sure one of those toys on the Misfit Island will plug and play. Did you ever want for the fucking, what was that Yeti type thing called? Uh, uh, I don't know. It's, I just always called it a Yeti, but. What is it? It has a name though, right? The Abominable Snowman? But, I mean, he has a, the Bumble. The Bumble, right? The Bumble, Bumble. yeah. I, I, when I was a kid, I don't, maybe there was something wrong with me because, this is started before I started smoking, smoking marijuana, though. I want you to know this. When I was a kid, and I'm talking about seven or eight years old, I wanted the Bumble to catch fucking uh, that little dude and, and Rudolph and Eno. I just wanted to be friends with the Bumble. I liked him. I thought he was. I know. The Bumble was just misunderstood, right? Really? He just right. had a hurt tooth. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. But it is a metaphor for both. <laughs> We are the bumble. Maybe you're just the bumble. Maybe you're just in a bad mood because your tooth hurts. It can be. I'm the bumble. <laughs> you, you know what? You, right now you're looking more like the other guy. What's his name? Uh, uh, the, uh, the bearded guy with the pickaxe? Yeah, Yukon Cornelius. Cornelius? Cornelius. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I haven't even seen that this year, but it was on the other night. That's what made me think of Rudolph was a drunk. Because he has the red nose. I mean, even the song. Think about it. Rudolph the Drunk-Ass Reindeer? Right, with the red nose, like W.C. Fields, drinks a quart of gin a night. He's <laughs> all over the fucking North Pole, for all you know. <clears throat> all right, Rubens, I'm going to let you off the hook. Uh, I'm just, I don't know. I'm high. I'm high off everything tonight. I'm high off good spirits, brother. I'm going to be. I, I, I save it. I've got it in here. I save it. I'm all alone. You have to stop saving it. 
You have to bring it to the show. I know I do, but you see, I'm a, I'm a lightweight. I'm, I'm embarrassed that I'm just going to come off like a, a total fucking moron. But you're not, dude. You're going to free your mind up a little bit. Before you know it, you'll be listening to the birds and really getting the fucking hang of it, dude. <laughs> Get that fucking crazy shit that you were listening to with that Van Halen. Fucking A. Whatever that was. Jesus, Rufus, you're an animal. That's the real deal. I don't know what the fuck that was. Anyway. All right, folks. This is the double V. <laughs> That's Rufus doing a shy hypersoft hobby because he's afraid his wife will yell at him. Well, I'm not afraid. I know. Well, you know what else you don't worry about when you don't drink beer all day? What the old lady thinks. I don't worry about that anyway. Until it's right in front of my face, nose to nose. Oh, my gosh. At least three inches taller than you. Oh, at least. Yeah. (laughs) Is she really? I don't know. I'm guessing. Is she taller than you? No, we're about the same. Oh, yeah. All right. She just looks taller than you. Oh, well, yeah. Because she looks meaner. Fucking hey, dude. Hey, I don't want to get on the wrong end of owing her money or ripping her off because it sounds like she's pretty short. No, dude. She sounds like she gets a little animated. She has, you know how people have any belly buttons? She has an any fuse. It doesn't even have to be lit. She just goes off. Must be a real yeah. around the holidays. Yeah, just a, a, a little change in temperature can set her off. Maybe honestly quitting drinking is not in the cards for you. I'm going to be honest now. <laughs> it might not be possible. It might be the fastest exit. It's just self-medicating. Now you're just self-medicating. Yeah, I'm kidding, of course. I'm exaggerating. I love this show, dude. Let's uh, let's let's take it on through the holidays, folks. Tune in next week. We might get a higher than number eight on our deal, but we're gonna end the show before it ends. It for us, Rufus. This is Double Z out. Rufus out. Uh, this show is broadcast the seventh of December. We didn't even talk about what do you call it? Whatever D Day, whatever today is. What is today? Is today D? It is. Holy fucking shit! Hey, it's it's Pearl Harbor Day. Well, still, I can't believe I've seen nothing on the news about it, nothing on social media, nothing. That is a good – dude, that is a I, very good point. I didn't know anything about it until you mentioned it right fucking now. How is that possible? Oh, the only reason I know it is because I know that, D, that Pearl Harbor was on the same day as Jim Morrison's birthday, which is today. So I remember Jim Morrison's birthday. Then I remembered it was fucking Pearl Harbor. I can't believe that hasn't been mentioned in what? fucking anything. You're right on Twitter or nothing. That's crazy. Wow. What yeah, we, yeah. What do we stumbled onto here, Rufus? I don't know. Folks, well, this is the double D. I'm going to have to just sit here and listen to the birds for like the next hour. And I advise you, Mr. Rufus, to fucking smoke some weed, put the fucking birds on, and get your fucking mind straight. <laughs> right? I will. But some older classic rock. I mean, really, when they were just getting into psychedelics, these guys were fucking on to something. That's where I get my simple songwriting skills, I think. Well, it's a great well to dip from. I wish I had seen them earlier. All right, Rufus, I'll talk to you, dude. I'm sure we'll chat throughout the week, even though you've been blowing me off, but we'll get that worked out. <laughs> okay, buddy. All right. Talk to you soon, Rufus. Double Z. Ow. Rufus. Oh, ho, ho.